Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're hoping to talk to Sam Amick coming up here momentarily. Want to remind you about our friends at uh, Zebra Res. Give them a call. Uh, Mention you heard uh, the ad from Jake on the Zone. They're going to hook you up with a fourth room for free. Give them a call today, 801-288-9376, 801-288-9376. That's $33 per room cleaned in the fourth room for free, 801-288-9376. We're uh, hoping, as I mentioned, to talk to Sam Amick coming up here momentarily. Uh, We're keeping uh, up to date, Gordon, on the latest news out of the NBA bubble. The uh, latest, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, did not come out to the floor for their game against the Orlando Magic. Uh, They are uh, boycotting game number five. Um, we found out then uh, that uh, that the Rockets and Oklahoma City also are going to boycott their game today. And now uh, the latest is uh, the Lakers will be meeting soon, uh, talking about what they are going to do. No word on the uh, on the Blazers. So that is the latest on uh, what's turning out to be a fairly historic day in the NBA bubble. And uh, no better person to have on right now to talk about it than our friend Sam Amick. Let's get to it. Hit it, Austin. It's time for your NBA fix. This is the Big Show Daily Assist. Featuring all the latest news and insight on the association. Now joining the Big Show. Senior NBA writer for The Athletic, Sam Amick. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Daily Assist brought to you by Lee's Heating and Air. Uh, check them out, leesheatac.com or 801-747-LEES. Out to the T-Mobile special guest line we go. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. From The Athletic, he's our friend Sam Amick. Hi, Sam. How are you doing today? Hanging in there, guys. Um, obviously, things are moving quickly and, you know, clearly a pretty historic day in the NBA. Help us digest what's going on down there, Sam. Uh, with uh, Take us through not only, obviously, the news, but uh, kind of the feel and, and what's happening down there. Well, uh, selfishly, personally, the timing's not great. I'm still stuck in quarantine, so it's honestly a, it's pretty oh, wild to be to be here <laughs> but not here. Um <laughs> Uh, literally staring out the window and, and you know at the parking lot, and, and I'm on the phone a lot trying to get clarity on what's going to happen here. Um, Chris Haynes of, of Yahoo Sports and TNT just tweeted. I don't know if you guys saw that he was being told there's going to be no playoff basketball at all tonight, which would mean the Lakers Blazers game will also be boycotted uh, in addition to Thunder Rockets, which was already reported. So you know the natural next question becomes, okay, I, I think it's uh, Boston, Toronto up next, um, and, and you know, and the larger question of is this a uh, temporary thing, or is there any chance that the entire bubble is, is going to come to an end here? So yeah, that is the big question, Sam. What's your opinion? Do you have one based on whatever information you've gotten? I don't, not yet. I mean, it's you know, like I said, we it does appear that we have clarity through today. I think from from like the common sense standpoint you look at tomorrow and you think about the fact that some of the players who, um, you know, are, are upset 
with a very good reason about what's happening in the country and in Wisconsin, they played yesterday as this situation kept evolving. So like Utah, Denver, right? You know, now where are their heads going to be at uh, in addition to the Clippers and the Mavericks tomorrow where you had your, your you know, you, I shouldn't say had your chance, but they chose yesterday to play on the back end of that and seeing the reaction on social media from some of those players, Donovan Mitchell and you guys, Neck and Wood, um, you know, I, I, I would be probably surprised at this point if there's not some boycotting tomorrow as well, um, because I think there is going to be a momentum element to what's happening right now. Sam, just as we're talking, literally seconds ago, the NBA has uh, released a statement. Uh, here's what they said. The NBA and the National Basketball Players Association today announced that in light of the Milwaukee Bucks' decision to not take the floor today for Game 5 against the Orlando Magic, today's three games, Bucks vs. Magic, Houston Rockets vs. Oklahoma City Thunder, and Los Angeles Lakers vs. Portland Trailblazers have been postponed. Game 5 of each series will be rescheduled. So there's at least a little piece of info that it's postponed owned not forfeit or cancel yeah well that's an interesting discussion too because you've got the magic reportedly not accepting a a possible forfeit from the bucks and now the nba announcing as much and you know i I had heard that the blazers were hoping to uh to, to you know to not play but they were almost following the lakers lead because truthfully if you know if the lakers chose to play and the blazers didn't that would be a, a season-ending loss potentially for Portland. And so, you know, it looks now like the Lakers made that decision for them. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, well, tonight, and this again, admittedly this is a, a bit of the torturous part of being stuck in quarantine is, you know, tonight legitimately about an eighth of a mile from where I'm currently standing, there will no doubt be quite a few players uh, sitting outside of, their hotel discussing these matters. I think it's going to be a night of conversation and discussion with a lot of the players who are here and to figure out how they want to proceed. As you said, Sam, the players are upset about this, as they should be. And uh, I wonder how it's going to be. Like, you have LeBron James, who is – who had a strong force. He wanted to see the bubble. He wanted to see uh, the games played. And yet he's been very – outspoken about what's taking place here and seem somewhat forceful with it. Uh, I, th- I think players are really conflicted right now, some of them. They are, and it's also a perfect storm because, you know, it'd be one thing if, um, let's say, there was no COVID-19 and these were the regular NBA playoffs and the timing was uh, normal, but then this, this killing that happened to Jacob Blake had happened you know in that hypothetical scenario players would be sleeping in their beds players would be hugging their kids players would be seeing their wives and their significant others um that's compounding what's happening out here i think because you look at a guy like paul george who last night was really open about just his basketball struggles that he feels like we're a direct effect a ripple effect from some of the emotional uh, kind of psychological stuff he was going through mental health and that he was going to have an anxiety and depression. And, you know, you combine that with sitting in your, in your room, and it's pretty safe to assume that every single guy here, you know, myself included, um, you're looking at your phone and you're seeing what happened with the police in that situation. And, and it hits everybody differently, but certainly you know, the, the men who are black men or the men who are fathers, you know, it's, it's, it's cutting even deeper. So 
all those things together, um, you know, I, again, I'm stuck in this room and, and I'm smart enough to know the tension is pretty palpable out there. And my other question going forward is, you know, might we hear tonight or sometime soon? I mean, I just think at some point a player or two might just say, that's it, I'm out, and, and, and just head for the exit here. Sam Amick is with us uh, for your daily assist here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, you know, I, I don't mean to change the subject from uh, obviously a very dominant topic, but uh, I do want to get your thoughts on how the, the Jazz uh, series with uh, Denver has unfolded thus far. And uh, if, you know, last night's results aside, if you're impressed by what you've seen out of the team thus far. No, they looked good. I mean, last night was a little bit of life for, for Denver and Joel Murray, you know, getting the best of, you know, it's, it's not a boxing match, but the the fun kind of Jamal Donovan thing that's been happening in this series. You know, Jamal was the one who who had it for the night, had the highlights, had the clutch shots. Um, you know, it's fun to watch, and it's uh, you know, if it does pick up, I mean, it could be a good series. Uh, I'm actually pretty close to some of the, the Denver uh, front office folks are a few doors away, um, and. And so I know I know for a fact that some of them who were in quarantine because they had to leave the campus were were hoping that they could pull out this win so they could rejoin their team because that would be a tough way to have your season end when you're you're stuck in a hotel room. So uh, yeah, if they pick it up, it should be a good series. Is it just a matter of time, Sam, before Donovan Mitchell becomes a superstar in the league? However, you want to define that as an elite elite player. He's, he seems to have his moments. Is he on his way, or do you think, whoa, 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 we got to wait a while longer before we make that kind of designation? Yeah, I mean, superstar, I don't know if we're there yet, but this is, I mean, you do this consistently more than once, really. You, you, you're kind of pushing into uh, superstar status. Uh, and, guys, to be honest with you, and I, 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 you know me well enough. I'm not trying to be virtuous here. I think I, I kind of feel like, like out of respect for those guys and Donovan sitting here tweeting, you know, about about the change he's trying to get. I think, you know, I don't know. We, there's nothing wrong with talking hoops. I think I'm going to take a pause on on breaking down the series uh, right now, just because, admittedly, uh, reporting wise and then everything else wise, my head's kind of in a different space. So we can. Uh, I was telling Austin offline, and we can. I'd be more than happy to. to have another visit this week, uh, and, and we'll see if we end up talking hoops again in the next few days. But just uh, obviously crazy other stuff happening right now. Yeah, on that note, and, and before we let you go, uh, Sam, just seeing this from Shams uh, Sharania, your cohort there at The uh, Athletic, that NBA players have called a meeting for tonight in Orlando to determine the next steps. So it, it yeah, sounds okay. like we're going we're gonna to see where this goes uh, rather soon. Well, I'll knock on the wall next to me and tell him a good job with that report because he's my next-door neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, seriously, Sam, thank you for jumping on and giving us your perspective. We really appreciate it. And uh, uh, hopefully you get out of that room very soon. Two days, guys, two days. I appreciate it. We'll see where we're at at that point. Talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Thanks, Sam. There's Sam Emick. And, and yeah, I wanted to ask him about the Jazz. Of course, Gordon, they played just last night. We're in the middle of the playoffs and and, uh, things – have a, ch- a tendency to change quickly these days, it seems. So uh, we appreciate Sam jumping on, and um, we're we're seeing this, as we said, uh, unfold uh, by the minute. So the latest is the NBA players have called for a meeting tonight, and we'll see how that goes. That's a very important meeting as far as sports goes. 
because, boy, I, I'll tell you, I think everything's on the table, just like we said earlier, Jake. This could go, this could go in drastic directions. Well, yeah, it, it could, because if they decide not to play, what are the ramifications of that? I mean, you know, again, you're, we're talking about NBA stuff, but, you know, that, that lost revenue, how does that impact everything? And uh, that, that, after all, is the point, right? I mean, the, that's the, the, the idea of making these, uh, these statements, the, the sacrifice that uh, is willing to come along with it. So we'll see if there is to be any sort of solution to uh, continue what, what we're seeing. Obviously, it's not going to continue today. Well, I, I would be interested to hear what's going to be said at that meeting, although I think we can pretty well imagine it, can't we? I mean, you know. Oh, no, I, I honestly don't, because I think oh, that Oh, I think there are going to be people who are, who, who are so upset that they do want to walk out, and then there might be some who are equally upset but want to take a different course. And I think that's what's going to be discussed, uh, obviously, is what is the next step? What is the appropriate action to take that matches the, the, uh, the, the emotion? Oh, and it, well, I guess what I'm saying, Gordon, is I don't think in any way, shape, or form they're going to be on the same page. I think there are going to be a lot of different priorities expressed in that room huh. because there's, uh, I think there's a lot on the line. I mean, we, we've seen it, haven't we? I mean, Chris Paul and LeBron James were, were in support of the bubble situation in Orlando, and they whipped support amongst uh, the union members to do it. And so where, where are their opinions going to be, and particularly yeah. Chris Paul? I mean, what is he going to be? He's the head of the union. What is he? What is his opinion going to be to finish it out or not? Because there's going to be votes or votes, but voices on both sides that say we want to finish it out. And, you know, we can continue to, to try and, and speak during our media availability. And there's some that are going to say that that's not good enough. So who has the most support in the union and what ultimately comes out of that meeting? Which do you think is more effective? The players going on and playing and making their their comments publicly in front of the TV cameras, in front of the microphones where they their message can be heard, or to walk away and uh, and have people buzzing over the fact that the NBA players just shut down the playoffs. Which do you think? You know, I mean, both could be really strong statements, but I, I, yeah, I don't know which way. Were they going to have a vote? Do you think they'll vote on this? Because Chris Paul can't make that decision for all the players that are down there. Uh, And and I wonder what will the attendance be? Are all the players going to be there? And then do you do it democratically or do you do it a different way? I, I don't know. I don't know either. I would hope they would operate under the rules of their union uh, and whatever is laid out there and that uh, that players would go with the vote. But whether they did that, or uh, I, I have no clue. Yeah, this is all history. Either. This is I, I have no idea. And, and to your your question about speech and, and making an impact, I have no clue. Yeah, I have, I have no I have no clue. And I'm not trying to ride the fence with an opinion. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I well, I, I know what I, I could tell you, leaving and just not doing it, I mean, would probably speak louder. But would that have an impact? I don't know. It might even have a negative impact because the, the country is so divided. So I, I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah. 
These are these are tough ones, man. But people will have their opinions, and they I imagine they will express them. I hope they do, and I hope that some of the players will not uh, shy away because they're just going to follow the leadership of others. I, I, I think everyone should think this through, and it should go straight straight to the core where they figure out for themselves what they think is uh, is best at this point. And I don't know what's best. Um, so what what do you do if you don't know what's best? You go with your own gut feeling, don't you? Yeah, but some guts matter more than others. Okay, so what happens if, let's say that two-thirds of the players want to keep playing, but a full third don't want to keep playing? Uh, that's pretty powerful. And what if what if they are so adamant about their position that they are willing to walk out? I mean, that, w- that could cripple uh, darn near every team left. Uh, it could. Yeah, it, it definitely could. I, I'm curious to, as I would love to hear what LeBron James had to say in that meeting because he's been outspoken about uh, trying to be heard on, on social matters. But he's also uh, very much in favor of finishing the season. And, and yeah. LeBron's done some other things off off the floor that he deems effective uh, ways. To, like, for example, LeBron didn't put a, a statement on the back of his jersey. He said, you know, others can do that. I'm doing some other things. He's, he's doing a get-out-the-vote kind of campaign, which uh-huh. uh, is good for him. I think that's a, that's a positive way to, uh, to spend his energy when it comes to these types of topics. So is he going to continue to want to, uh, to play and, and do kind of more of the status quo? Because his voice carries a lot of weight and not just because he's the best player in the league or one of them and uh and kind of the icon at the moment but because his clutch sports represents about a quarter of the league and a lot of uh, good players there so you know you forget about those things too what do agents want in all of this what do agencies want in all of this yeah what do coaches want because i i've had conversations with quinn and we heard what he said yesterday i know that his feeling runs very deeply in these regards. And so how are the coaches? You heard what Doc Rivers said last night. Yep. And the coaches are in a really awkward spot because they're, they've kind of got a foot in both worlds, right? Yeah. Where they're technically management, but they're right there with, with players and have to work directly with them every single day. I imagine so, that most of the coaches have to side with their players. If the players have a, a, a consensus. And like you said, they probably don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what what side of the players do do coaches side with, and and who is their ownership, and what is their ownership like? Because I'm sure coaches, in fact, I know coaches support players, but coaches also like getting paid, like we all do, <laughs> and they work for their own sets of bosses, right? And yeah, but I the would players guess that, like the players like being paid too, but there will be some who say it ain't worth it. Well, that's the the sacrifice for the speech. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure they do. But to give the, the speech credibility, you know, comes sacrifice. And that's the sacrifice that they're willing to make and and basically make it on the on the behalf of their franchises because they have that kind of power as a labor union. I want to so, get back I, to, the, you know, I want to get back Jake, to the question of which would be more effective in getting getting the appropriate information out. Because these players are in front of the cameras every single day as they're participating in the playoffs. And we hear from them every day. And we play their sound every day. And if their sound is, is, is 
you know, sending out the alarm to, hey, pay attention to this. This needs to change. Then that can be extremely, uh, it can be effective. And if you walk out, then, yeah, that action speaks loudly. But then you're not in front of the cameras and you're not in front of the microphone anymore. So I, I don't know. We'll continue to process this as the show goes along. We'll also keep you up with the uh, the latest news from the bubble in Orlando. So stay tuned. Uh, David Locke is going to join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. We're going to have what's going on at 4. And uh, Vic Lombardi is going to join us, our good friend, coming up at 5.30. So make sure and stay tuned uh, for that. But right now we're hanging out at RGS Exteriors and Construction. Our good friend Tim Brown jumping on with us uh, again now. Five generations doing business here in Salt Lake. And I'll brag for you, Tim, because, uh, you know, I know you're a humble guy over there. Nine-time best-of-state winner, meaning that uh, your customers appreciate the, the work that you do. Yeah, we appreciate that. We actually, uh, kind of a cool one, we just found out this week, uh, Remodeling Magazine does the top 500 contractors in the country, and we've been very fortunate to make that list, um, I think, 10 years in a row, and wow. we are like 230 this year, so it's based on kind of dollars produced and a few other aspects, but made 230 this year in the country, so we're pretty excited. That's amazing. Congratulations. Everybody appreciate probably pretty proud around here, I'm hey, guessing. we try. Uh, well, find out for yourself, 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. And we're talking uh, on your, the exterior of your house. You guys can take care of it. Siding, uh, uh, fascia. I always have to think about those words before I say them. You say them right. I appreciate that. Uh, and also, of course, rain gutters, your specialty. Yeah, that's right. I mean, any, any of the above. Um, you know, one thing that uh, is really good to talk about with siding right now is, is two aspects of it. One uh, we can handle financing. You know, if you want to do it yourself, great. If you want to get an equity line in your house, great. Sometimes that's the best way to go. Heck, they're giving away money right now. I mean, interest rates are so ridiculously low, which is awesome. Um, great time to, to use that and invest in your home. Um, but if not, we have options for you. We can do six months, same month, same as cash, where we can get the job done today and you don't have to pay a penny for six or 12 months. Wow, no that's fees. great. Yeah, yeah, nothing. It's great. It's a great um, thing. Uh, you know, full disclosure, we just pay a fee to do that. And it just costs us a little bit of money, but we just do that and absorb that cost so that the consumers can get their jobs done now. Yeah, because we're all a little bit more concerned about having cash on hand, but yet we want to invest in our home. That's a, what a great yeah, it's, opportunity. It's it's great. And you can do the six months or 12 months, depending on the project type, you know, and the, an estimator can look at that and give you which options is available to you. But it's a, it's a great way to do the job and not have to pay for it. And the second thing I'd like to talk about today is is good for siting is... Uh, we can do it, what we call rental works. It's basically it's a computer program that we take your a picture of your home, put it on there, and then and add products on it so that you can see uh, what's going to look best. To oh, design that's cool. Way. Yeah, stone, brick, siding, right. different colors, different products, different styles. We can adjust and manipulate that so that you can look at it and see what's going to be best for you. And that's a service that we offer for free um, with our, our estimators when they come out to give you a price. Because there's probably got to be nothing worse than getting a whole project done. And then when it's all set, you, you know, you go look at it and you're like, nope, don't like it. No, it, <laughs> it is. You, we want you happy. We want you to be able to, to see what you're getting. Right. And look, when you're spending that kind of money on a home, you're investing in your home and it's, it's, it's a real, you know, it's real cost. It's not. 200 bucks, right. right? It's something that, it's an investment. It's something you're investing in your home. And we want to make sure that you do it right and that you're happy. And so really it all stands from the design standpoint. Um, anybody can throw up siding. Anybody can throw up gutter. 
But the biggest key to all of it is designing it and doing it correctly. And if we can design it and prepare it better from the beginning, you're going to have a much, much better job, and it's going to look better and last longer. Last forever, yeah. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. Yeah. Tim, Jake has a question. He, he really wants to know what it feels like to be the best at what you do. He aspires to that one day, but why isn't the quite person, familiar. Person hey, I, Gordon, why don't you tell us both? Isn't that you? Oh, Man, see, I, don't I, really, I really like Tim. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Send your business to Tim. He knows what he's talking about. 801-280-3110. Listen to Gordo. 801-280-3110. And, and both, uh, Gordon, uh, I don't want to speak for you, but both you and I have used uh, RGS in our personal lives and, and great experience. You've got a great group. Well, we appreciate you guys. Yeah, give us a call. And let's let's see what we can do for you. 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. Thanks, Tim. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. show gordon monson jake scott 97.5 and 1280 the zone by the way band of the day today is you too selected uh selected by our friend tim here at rgs and brought to you by live nation concerts by concert tickets get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. we also want to remind you about syringa networks home to complete business telecom and it solutions backed by an industry leading sla that guarantees the uptime your business needs it's effective communication for 21st Century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, I mentioned we are live here at RGS Exteriors and Construction. Give them a call, 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. Find out uh, what uh, they can do for you. If you're just jumping in your car, uh, big news in the NBA today. It all started right at the beginning of the show, Gordon, with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, they decided to boycott their playoff game number five against the Orlando Magic. And uh, the dominoes uh, began to fall from there, Gordon. And all three games have been postponed. That's the NBA's word, postponed for now. There's a players meeting that is scheduled in the bubble uh, for later tonight. And I guess we'll find out about how they're proceeding. But we can see what the NBA would like to do with using that word, right? They'd like to kind of postpone, reschedule, and find a way to keep going. Yes, and I don't know, I don't know, you know, none of us knows at this point what the next course of action will be, and I'm sure that's what they're trying to figure out, uh, what is appropriate, what isn't, and uh, maybe that's what we're all doing, you know, as we think about this, uh, what, what, what is appropriate, what is the best course of action. The players, obviously, um, it affects them more than it does uh, – Anybody else? And we don't know how they're going to react. Uh, that meeting tonight, I, I think that'll be really, really interesting. And I don't know who's going to be doing most of the talking, Jake. And I don't know who has the most power in a meeting like that. But I, I think it, uh, <laughs> the opinions are going to fly pretty strongly. And uh, what, what the result is, uh, we're all guessing at this point. 
You know, I hope everybody's voice is, is considered. I mean, the younger players in the league or the players working up on their next contracts are the ones certainly with the most to lose. Um, yeah. And so I, I certainly hope their voices are considered because, you know, if this if the season is not completed, there's all sorts of financial ramifications from that. And I don't mean to appear insensitive by talking about this stuff, but I really think it matters and is going through the the minds of NBA players right now is, you know, if you're up for that contract in the next year or two possibly, you know, what what's the the what's the market going to look like for you if you have to absorb the loss of a, a complete loss of a season into the salary cap. And at that point most certainly the CBA we're probably headed this direction anyway, but at that point most certainly the CBA will be thrown out and renegotiated and how does it go from there? So, you know, there there's a lot on the line for the decision, not just socially, but in the, the lives of these players as well. And if you look at it that way, it's it's a real difficult spot that they're in. And everybody has to assign what is appropriate uh, to the situation. Remember when uh, when Daryl Morey came out with his uh, tweet and, and, uh, you know, China was doing what it was doing. And it seemed like some people were shying away from that because why? Because it was going to cost them money. Right. And so in this case, uh, if they if the players decided to walk out, it would cost them a lot of money like you just described for all those reasons uh but is that the proper thing for them to do to make a statement or can they continue making that statement in other ways without them having to forfeit uh that kind of money uh yeah this stuff this stuff is real to these players and uh, on, on both sides of that and i'm not saying one way is right or one way is more virtuous than another i i, I don't know but that's for them to decide yeah, it, it well, yeah, it is for them uh, to decide. Um, I I guess I I don't quite understand their the, like you heard you've heard multiple NBA players say that they feel like they haven't been effective in in how they've acted thus far, and I I don't know. It it seems to me like they've done a lot. I don't know what would how they how they measure that, Gordon. So uh, if yeah, they if that, they that's... feel like they have not been effective thus far, then. Uh, you know, why would they feel like they're being effective going forward? But I don't like, sorry, I didn't mean to jump on you, but I don't no, know no, how you measure that. That's a great point. Just because there's another case where it happens, this is a big country, and there's a lot of people involved in this, in this, these considerations. And if you, maybe they are, maybe their 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 message is being heard. Maybe it is helping in a lot of places and it didn't help in one particular place, and so then you're going to say, well, what we're doing isn't working? Maybe it is working. Uh, there's no way you're going to shut everything down. I, From a standpoint of, of making everything right, uh, it, it just isn't going to happen that way. It's going to, Hopefully it'll be an evolution that r- will affect real change, but it's not going to make everything better from this point on. Right. I mean, another situation, unfortunately, was inevitable, right? Right. I mean, I don't know if the NBA being in the bubble had any sort of effect on that particular situation. And, uh, you know, how do you measure your voice and the effectiveness of the voice? But to expect overnight that, uh, you know, in this particular case, uh, police violence was going to be solved. Well, that wasn't possible. Right. Right. It's just that the timing of it is 
strange right in the middle of what's going on right now. So Well, and right before the election. I mean, <laughs> elections do strange things to this country. And the timingness of that uh, coming up doesn't doesn't help anything, to be honest, because everybody's on edge. Do you think this is a political issue? Yes, <laughs> yes, very much. But everything's political. What do you mean by yeah, not political? Uh, I mean yeah. everything's political. I just wish you could. Everybody could lock arms and and look for ways to solve this. Uh, and I know everybody is coming from a different place. But it's unfortunate that uh, that there isn't a little more conformity moving forward in trying to solve this thing so that the violence is limited. But, again, I'm living in my 100-acre wood. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I saw this online. Gordon, you and I have a common acquaintance who I happen to be Facebook friends with who is maybe the biggest jazz fan I've ever met in my entire life. And I, I mean that. Quite literally, like a guy who would abandon his job to go to a jazz game, which I saw happen, uh, said basically he's done with him because of all this. He's done with the jazz? Yep. Why? Because of the the kneeling and the outspokenness and all this stuff. Why? See, all right. I, I respect his opinion. But can't we all respect one another's opinions and not necessarily overreact to – I that's disappointing. I wish we could all coexist a little better in, in that way. <laughs> I Well, I do too. And, uh, you know, I I also wish I smelled better. But in today's, in today's day and age, Gordon, I mean – We all do. It, there, there are certain people out there who say anything that could say the, the sky is blue and there would be a certain segment of this country that would automatically say, no, it's not. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just uh, and it's why I said what I did about the election, because it, it just magnifies all of that. It, it did in 2016. It did going back to, you know, 2008. Uh, I mean, um, it's. It just it it puts the world in a funny light, and it just happens to be magnifying all these unique things that are coming together. And it's <laughs> I don't know, Gordon. I've never really been through anything like it. But when I saw this particular person, and I'm not kidding you, I'll tell you who it is during the break. But but I'm not kidding you. The biggest jazz fan I've ever met said just yesterday, done with it. I I wow. was absolutely surprised. Because this was something, the jazz was something this particular person loved as much as anything in the world. And, and the specific reason for it was? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, disrespect for the country, I guess. I mean, you've seen the posts, right? I mean, so I NBA. I don't NBA, have the specific the post in front players, of me. But. J- jazz players are disrespecting the country? Or uh, in favor of a, a socialist movement. I don't know about this particular instance. I'm just telling you. I'm not trying to defend anything. Well, that, well, I'm just telling you this up. really surprised me. And I would guess that this person is certainly not alone. Well, he, you know, he can do whatever he wants. But that's a bit of an overreaction. Uh, <laughs> not in his mind, though. Yeah. I mean, well, you, may, I mean you might but, think but that, but is, not in his mind. Well, I hope education can be effective in some cases. Um yeah, because education, I, I how I'm sure this person would tell you that they're plenty educated. So he thinks that the jazz players want to overthrow the U.S. government. <laughs> Not jazz players. 
the their support well, he's done and, with the the, jazz. and the way that they're choosing to do it. Not that Donovan Mitchell is Karl Marx himself. And again, why? How do I get painted into this where I'm defending people's speech? I'm just telling you <laughs> I'm not what's out you there. To defend it. I'm asking you to explain it. Uh, I, you know, I'm not asking you to defend it. Donovan Mitchell has a different political view on this country than this person does, and so why, he's choosing not to support. Team. That, why, why, why can't you? Why can't you disagree with someone politically and still root for them to win a basketball game? Um. <laughs> Because that the the athletes themselves are making it about more than a basketball game, yeah, and they're doing the, that okay, very but, intentionally. Well, they're using their platform to be able to affect change where they can. It, it, and but, this person is using I, theirs to not support it. I mean, yeah, I, I don't but, know but, why but that's I, so I, hard for you to I comprehend. Mean, well, I mean, I disagree with a lot of things that people are I'm around. You know, I mean, but it doesn't mean I'm going to reject them. Which is your decision? Yeah. I'm yeah. just trying to make I mean, sense if, of it. If they I put, mean, if that's uh, the case, then you would have families who uh, – families are loaded up with disagreements politically. That doesn't mean you disown them. Doesn't mean you disown them. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Can't we agree to disagree and then move on? Uh, Gordon, I can't I, – you can, yeah. But I, I'm surprised that you're not aware that there's a, another viewpoint on this out there. Well, or that I'm, there I'm would not, be. I'm not surprised by it, but it just seems like we just because we disagree politically doesn't mean that we can't we can't row in the same direction as far as our sporting uh, you know affections go. I mean, it's whatever. People are yeah, people are going to do what they're going to do. I get that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this, whether we like it or not. Uh, well, let me put it this way, Gordon. Uh, remember the strike in baseball where a certain segment of the fans says, said, I'll never be back. You'll have the same thing here. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess NBA players, many of them, and the NBA itself is willing to uh, uh, stand on what they think is the right side of that. Well, I'm fascinated to see what they will do, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I and but they certainly have supported. They've certainly supported the concerns of the players as far as the signage on the courts and uh, on the uniforms and and all of that. Well, so, signage on the court and submarining the rest of your season are two very different things. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know how. So you know, the NBA is supportive when it comes to making up custom uniforms and and you know giving them a position to speak but there's a big difference between that and just saying we're done i don't know if they would support that i'm actually pretty fascinated to see if they will yeah i i I agree with you i i don't think that they would be in favor of that but they certainly have wanted to get the message out and have been willing to uh enable their players to do that much see i don't know if they so much wanted to get the message out as they want to enable their players i think that's a good way to put it they want to make it more of a partnership which i think has been effective for adam silver thus far in his uh, tenure as the nba commissioner to make it more of a team effort and not so adversarial that's why in fact i think they've been able to pull off this orlando experiment is because of that kind of relationship well that's going to be put to the extreme test it sounds like at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, okay, I'm all ears, and I'm eager to find out. what. Uh, do, do you think that they will come to some conclusion tonight, or do you think it will just sort of uh, – just sort of uh, wait and see. Obviously, I, there are games tomorrow, too. Uh, I think they probably have to come to some sort of conclusion sometime in the near future because, yes, you're right, there are games tomorrow. And are they going to continue to not play doubles ping pong uh, any longer if there's uh, no point to it anymore? you got to throw that in there, don't you? Well, I'm you, you I'm using it to that, throw that in there. No, I'm saying that they're jumping through <laughs> a lot of hoops to pull it off, right? So if they're not going to do it, how long are they going to continue to jump through those hoops? That's what I'm saying. Okay. And I um, find the doubles ping pong thing funny, so I throw it in there. Because I feel like I needed a joke. I don't know about you, Gordon, but I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I needed a joke there for a second. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know I if pre- anybody I appreciate else. The, I appreciate the effort in comedy. <laughs> But, but maybe Austin, do you have a do you have something funny you can say? Because you're a funny man. You anything funny to say that can brighten our <laughs> brighten a little, uh, bring a little sunshine to our day? Uh, at the moment, in this very moment in time, no. I, I apologize <laughs> to disappoint you, but not a lot making me laugh right now. Yeah, yeah that's probably uh, the Brewers are going to boycott their game, but making the Brewers relevant for about ten minutes is that funny or too soon? Okay. I don't know, Austin. What is too soon I anymore? I can't believe. Can you believe that Austin would try to be funny in such a serious <laughs> moment? Well, at least he wasn't playing doubles ping pong. We'll have more coming up next. <laughs> We're live from RGS Exteriors and Construction. Call today, 801-280-3110. 801-280-3110. We've got what's going on coming up at 4. David Locke joins the show at 5. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thanks for making us part of your day. We'll get to what's going on coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, so make sure and stay tuned for that. David Locke will join us at 5. Our friend Vic, uh, Vic Lombardi will jump on with us at uh, 5.30, so stay tuned uh, for that. If you're just joining us, the uh, the NBA players scheduled to meet 8 o'clock Eastern as uh, all three NBA games today have been postponed, uh, started with the Milwaukee Bucks boycotting their game with the Orlando Magic and kind of uh, the domino effect from there, all three games now uh, postponed. And there will be a meeting that, uh, Gordon, you asked me a question uh, either the last segment or the segment before, if everybody will be going. It's uh, all NBA players are invited. Well, good. That would be, uh, that'll be interesting to hear. I mean, we won't hear it, but maybe some of the information will seep out about who is saying what. Uh, I, I don't know. But uh, it's like you said, not everybody thinks exactly the same, and not everyone's going to agree on uh, what they think is the the appropriate course of action to take. Right. Um, I You know, some players out there might want to keep the current CBA um, by any means possible, which is what a lot of them tried to do when voting to go to bubble in the first place because they know that that benefits them to figure it out and not renegotiate it so that still i would imagine carries a significant amount of import importance for certain players 
Now, I, you know, and they're going to be uh, swayed or not by their peers. I, I expect there will be a lot of discussion in the meeting. Yeah. And, uh, and I just don't know how they're going to come to a – how do you how do you come to a, a consensus or, or, or where everyone uh, agrees or at least agrees to continue if that's what they want or, or agrees to walk away? I, I, because there, it won't be unanimous. No, oh, the, the, this is totally on the, the leadership of Chris Paul, Michelle Roberts, and Adam Silver. How do those three minds figure out a way through this that, that, uh, that satisfies the most people? How do you do, well, <laughs> what if it's like 5149? I mean,. I I don't I don't know. If don't it is, know. let me tell you this, Gordon. If it is, you'll never know. Yeah. I mean, what if what if the leadership doesn't feel like they have a mandate? And that's a tough one. And uh, uh, well, I mean, it's even tough to even guess what 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 they might do. But I, I think what you talked about earlier about the. The uh, the financial concerns involved in the whole thing will uh, ring loudly in the ears of some of the players who believe they can still get their message out without having to sacrifice that other. And who are probably trying to set up their own family for generations. Yeah. And should they be um, – I hope that they're allowed to express that opinion without being ostracized. Because it affects it affects much more than just their salary this year, as you you pointed out earlier. It affects uh, all kinds of seasons moving forward. I mean, what, if you're a mid-level exception type guy, I'm not saying literally the mid-level exception, but that kind of player, you're the one who gets squeezed if the cap takes a dive. Yeah. You know, LeBron's not giving back any money. You're just going to get replaced by a player who will play for the veteran minimum because everybody started out over the cap. It's complicated, and those yeah. are those, those those are reasonable concerns. It's not like oh, you're a sellout. You know, you're not uh, putting your money where your mouth is. Uh, no, no, those are we're talking about lifestyle issues for your family and your extended family, so and yourself. So I, I don't know. I, that, that's one more thing for them to keep in mind as they are discussing these. It seems to me that it might be, I'm not going to say what's reasonable or unreasonable, but it seems that, like it might be workable for them to continue to try to get their message out while playing. Because they are in front of the cameras. They are speaking into microphones. They are being reported on in magazines and newspapers and online, uh, so so they can they can still speak to an issue without just walking out the door. Am I am I wrong in that regard? Uh, I don't think you're wrong necessarily, but I I would guess that several players would disagree with you. Hmm. Well, I, I'm not stating it as a matter of fact. I'm just saying that. Would that be possible to be able to accomplish both at the same time? Now, those who argue against that will say, well, that's what we've already been doing. And look what happened in Wisconsin. Exactly. Uh, But but I I don't think it's worth bringing. I think it's worth bringing up that it's it's an incident that took place 
and and but maybe they are affecting change. See that that's the thing. This message that's getting out there, I I hope it is taking effect, and maybe it's preventing some things that might have happened otherwise. Uh, I I don't know, but just trying to navigate these waters. We'll check in with the other shows coming up right around the corner with what's going on. Stay tuned for that. But we are hanging out live here at RGS Exteriors and Construction. Give them a call. Find out what they can do for you. 801-280-3110. 801-280-3110. And uh, Tim, of course, joins us once again. And uh, Tim, you guys uh, pride yourself on uh, on being the best in the biz, best customer service, best uh, doing the best job out there. And as a result... Uh, you have a very special relationship with uh, James Hardy. That's right. Uh, we, we're proud to be able to be considered the uh, elite preferred contractor with James Hardy. Something we're proud of. That's awesome. And it kind of explain who they are and why that's such a special thing. Yeah. So James Hardy's really the premier uh, fiber cement product um, for siding. Uh, there's lots of different sidings out there. There's vinyl, uh, still some good products, but James Hardy's kind of the, the newer trend. It's it's a fiber cement based, and the nice thing about being fiber cement is it's um, it doesn't expand and contract like wood. So it looks, you get the products of that and that look, but it doesn't uh, move uh, like wood does so the paint lasts much longer and sticks. And basically you get you pretty much, if you do the pre-painted Hardy from, from uh, the pre-painted siding from James Hardy, it comes with a 15-year non-prorated warranty. So wow. really, really good product. Um, just a difference, kind of what everyone's going. The cool thing about Hardy is, is back in the day, it used to be just lap siding. That's all you could get, the horizontals. Well, now you can got vertical, you've got shake, you've got big squares, you've got shiplap, you've got any kind of, of design you can think of on an exterior, James Hardy now makes it. And you do other stuff too, of course, uh, brick, stucco, all that good stuff, stone. Uh, absolutely, brick, stone, stucco, uh, custom metal siding, chimney hoods, um, you name it, you think about it on the outside of the home, we do it. Everything but roofing. Chimney hoods. I got a bird down in the old chimney. You don't want that. You don't want that. No, yeah. that, is, that is rough. That is you not like that fire up and boom, there goes the bird. <laughs> i tell you, we're just sitting there on our couch and we hear this just flapping coming from the right chimney. Down. And it's like, you know what? That's not good. No. That is not good for anyone. <laughs> uh, and you showed me that cool uh, computer program that you guys do where you can really give somebody a preview of just how this is going to look when it's all said and done. Yeah, it's, it's a great program. Look, it's not perfect. It's not you know exact, but it gives you a really good idea of what a home looks like with the stone, the siding, the brick, whatever it is, the different colors. We can design the, the product when you're, on, you're trying to decide between two colors. We can put, put both products on your home and let you look at both different colors and, and chew on it for a couple of days and see what you really want and get that design right. All right, call them right now. Find out what they can do for you. 801-280-3110. That's 801-280-3110. Uh, Tim, thank you as always. All right, thanks, guys. All right, more coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.